0: movie made since Oscar Wilde was writing letters us cannon to watch them all and tell you how to make them better So put your earbuds in and forget what you're planning it's time to take our heads and shoot them out of a cannon Shoot 'em shoot them out of a cannon Shoot 'em shoot them out of a cannon shoot them out of a cannon shoot them out of a cannon Shoot 'em shoot them out of a cannon Shoot 'em shoot them out of a cannon shoot them out of a cannon Shoot 'em out of a can head cannon welcome to head cannon Tonight we have a very special guest, Mr. Gerald Hollenquest. How are you doing?
1: I am great. Corey, how are you doing? Man, good. It's it's been it's been too long. I'm back back on a microphone. I'm feeling good. I'm, right. I'm in your bandwidth.
0: <laughs> well, you you were telling us before that's a, a microphone that that you you stole or you didn't return to someone from.
1: I, a friend of mine um, from my junior year of high school let me borrow a couple of pieces of Rock Band Guitar Hero stuff, and I've just always have been meaning to return it. Like I've I've used it genuinely this entire time, but I've just always been meaning to return it. Does right. he even do still have that that game anymore? You know, it'd be funny if he still did, and he's just like plotting the murder plot to like. Come and find me. And just be like, like he's never, yeah, he's never
2: replaced it, but he still plays the game. And oh if, man, I don't have to be microphone
0: again.
1: <laughs> hey, sorry, can no one be lead
0: singer? Or he's like he's plotting an elaborate heist. Like so, he's got a couple friends who they'll dress up as repairmen and come in your house and like you know pretend to change your thing, and then you'll have like a, a, a guy like slithering through your vents trying to sneak in to steal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he, like
2: crawls behind your cat and like snaps its neck. <laughs> oh
1: my gosh! Oh no! And I'll just be like, "Wait, I don't have a cat. Where'd that come from? <laughs> did they, they just <laughs> dead cats
0: everywhere." Yeah. yeah. So that's that's part of the heist. They have to have a guy like pose as a friend to you, and he'll he'll befriend you, and he'll gift you a cat, and that's it's all oh. part of the it's all part of the heist setup. Oh,
1: they're pl- he's playing the long con.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's,
1: He's waiting on the game to be retro, and then everyone starts playing it again, <laughs> and then that's when it finally hits.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yes. It's like, soon. <laughs> but no, man, It's it's been probably, for me, I think, five, I, let's say I moved up here to the Chicago area like six years ago, Um. so it's probably been that long since I talked to you, because we know you through comedy sports, Indianapolis, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you are you still performing with them with Comedy Sports? I I am I am a
1: I'm co artistic director at this point, nice. which uh, just means that you wonder what you do because a pandemic
3: happened, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, but it's been no, it's been good. You know, I
1: still I still do improv up there. You know, still doing you know a bunch of other types of shows with them. Um, I'm doing their friend show coming up soon. Um, they're doing like a Survivor improv style sort of show uh, which will be very fun nice. uh, i'm very excited for that
0: that'll appeal to brent i know brent and brent's household they're big fans of survivor so
1: oh, yeah, absolutely
0: <laughs> nice well and they so and 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 comedy sports had to give up the lease on their building right so are, are they yeah. performing at where they are they performing at red curb comedy primarily now yeah or?
1: yeah that's what that's been really awesome um because uh will faffenberger he He's on Smiley Morning Show. He works with Smiley. He, you know, used to do comedy sports pretty regularly too. Mm-hmm. But you know, you know, life happens. You, you you step away. You gotta, you know, do what you gotta do. But then he ended up opening up in 2018. The spot, yeah, Red Curb in Avon, and you know, they've been pretty solid. You know, for the the run. You know what I mean? Like it's uh of being open. You know, minus the pandemic and whatnot. But you know, they were lucky enough to have like a patreon going and they were uh they got that i think some of that grant that first came out that was supposed to go to businesses and they were able to stay open more you know with their with their built sorry they were able to stay open longer with their building Mm -hmm. and then comedy sports you know when that ship sort of when that physical ship sort of sank um they were just willing to you know cohabitate you know scratch each other's backs and it's been putting out like some dope shows like just doing like a a early show comedy sports late show red curb it makes for like a really good mix like it's a good night like if you go see both shows back to back it's a good it's a solid night honestly
0: nice was that and is red curb are are they like pg family friendly too or is that like a, a you
1: know there's there are pg like originally they're there was like an early show that would be, you know, sort of family friendly. And then there was a later show. Right. And I think nowadays it's just the later show just, you know, because comedy sports just is, you know, for all ages. So.
0: Yeah. That's what I always like that format though. Like doing a, doing like a clean family show, which was something I had to learn when I came to comedy sports, Uh, it took me a minute to (laughs) learn how to do that, which is a good skill to have, but so doing that, and then kind of letting loose and doing a, doing a, you know, what a quote-unquote dirty show a late show or whatever afterwards they wouldn't even let me do the clean like the the family show like i started (laughs) the the dirty show (laughs) (laughs) it takes some training it takes some training you know got to train those fucks out
1: (laughs) Brent, you were you were a role model idol to like a lot of people in that people were just like oh yeah i could i could totally bring tea and coffee out on stage it's just fucking, it, it's the late show. <laughs> or, like, even just even oh, the match. Okay. I remember a bunch of times you would just be like, all right, and they're coming out to the second half, everybody. And then Brent would just pull up and he would just have a fucking mug <laughs> with some tea in it. Tea, yeah. <laughs> like a coffee. <laughs> yeah, for a while I was the cup of coffee on the menu, it was my name. It was like Brent <laughs> Owens' cup of coffee or something
0: like that. Oh, shit, man. <laughs> nice. Oh, <I'm> man. <in. laughs> That was a good time. I fucking miss comedy sports, man. That was a, that was a that was a good time, and that was like, I don't know, kind of like my family in Indianapolis, you know, and everything. Everything I did there, like defiance comedy, everything I did in Indianapolis, kind of branched out from comedy sports, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: That's it's a lot of what I learned in comedy. I learned from someone connected to comedy sports in some way, which is like at least performing live comedy, and it's been really. been really crazy just to see the changes and you know you see people like come in like not even just comedy sports but just like in in, you know your area you just see people come in you see you see the people leave you see people get together you see people split and it's it's such a whirlwind just to even watch with your eyes (laughs) (laughs) like it's it's fun it's fun though I'm, i'm glad to still be a part of you know it and doing stuff and this past weekend uh, On the 31st, like I I had refed earlier in the month, but on the 31st, that was my first time playing in comedy sports in person since I want to say even before the pandemic. Because I was like on a little bit of like a sort of like mental, emotional (laughs) sort of hiatus from improv. Right. In a way. And that was my first like match short form show, you know. Of, of improv like in, in in like a year and a half and it was it felt nice it was it, I, I missed it, it I, I did i had that i had that post show that after two show body aches and i was
3: like oh <laughs> man i missed i missed that <laughs> yeah I miss that too. That was, that's a good feeling you're right get home and it's like
0: you feel like you're in that movie with the wrestler <laughs> so just Mickey, you know? Mickey so, it up. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh I don't have to fight anymore. It's, it's like oh I don't funny anymore. So you, so you just and so you just like slam your hand into a meat slicer. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Uh-oh. I'm like picking up the neighborhood kids, they're like, make a slam <laughs> <laughs> so I saw that movie recently. Oh man. That's you know, I haven't I haven't been on stage since before the pandemic which is wild. And I keep thinking about like you know how how I want to get back into things where I want to go cuz I was kind of like, you know, I'd gone through the Second Cities program and then I had just finished up IO's program and I was I was really in between things. And actually the last thing I did was I I kind of presented at a at a TEDx conference, you know, TED Talks. They, okay, yeah. I did one years ago in like 2011 and they invited me back in 2020 for for that one. And so I did that and like visited them, saw some friends, saw my granny, and then that was in I think the end of February or maybe that was in March sometime, and then everything shut down and locked down yeah. after that. And like I haven't seen anybody or done anything, like I haven't been anywhere since then. And I you know, you think I thought about getting back on stage and getting back into stuff, but now like with the you know, the way the exponential growth of the Delta variant, and the way things are looking there, mm-hmm. I'm like Man, a week or two from now, like I think, fucking everybody's just gonna be effect- infected. Everything's gonna be locked back down. So,
1: I'm I'm very I I'm I, I would be shocked to see people just be like, oh yeah, we're totally gonna stay inside this time. Like if they're like if they legit are like, okay, yep, everybody's about to start. working from home again. Right. I would be like, oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> like, I, 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 I think it's gonna be wild. People gonna be out here just screaming. It's gonna be like twenty-eight days later. <laughs> I don't know man. That was some of the best months
0: of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Well uh, well Daryl, do you wanna do you wanna tell us uh what movie we're we're talking about today? What movie you brought to us and kinda what, what your your attachment is to this movie and why why you chose it.
1: Yes, I, I will. So the Avengers was <laughs> so incredible because it was a superhero crossover. Mm-hmm. There were there were so many heroes that you'd seen in other movies, and then they were together for the first time. But, you know, Avengers wasn't as groundbreaking as you would think. <laughs> there, there was another crossover movie in the <laughs> thousands. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: amazing summer blockbuster popcorn movie. The movie is Freddy versus Jason. Freddy versus Jason. Yes. 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 And it's um, <laughs> good. What a
1: what a movie. It's it was such I think the thing that I like like reason I, I, I like that so much. Like one is you get two. Like that, that just that doesn't happen. Like it, it, it's a crossover. Come on. That's 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 just dynamite. You just put it put it on the on the on the chalkboard of movie ideas that are going to make a bunch of money. Boom.
0: Right. <laughs> right there. Well, I think they, – and they were trying to do it for like 10 years at least. They yeah, were yeah. trying to get it together. And it just it just took some time to, for everything to fall in place, you know. I think no one could
2: think of like a good script.
0: I think that was part of it. And then, you know, I, I was reading how New Line had to acquire the rights from Paramount. And then by that time, like – West Craven and they were going ahead with another Freddy movie, so then they had to wait even longer. And yeah, it just to to get all the writers and directors and everybody in place and get the properties lined up, yeah, it just took took a bunch of time. That I mean,
1: man, it did. I'm glad. I'm glad they at least took their time. We got a great capsule of of the early 2000s. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I I remember like that was like one of the first. Like I was in like the fourth or fifth grade and. That was like the one big thing that I like missed that year, like because just I wasn't, you know, able to go to like a cousin's house and watch it or like have a friend that just had it. And, like I just remember going back to school and everybody was like, "Hey, look at guess what dope movie you missed out on that we all got to watch." And I'm just like,
3: "No, I gotta find this movie." Like,
1: and oh, I, I think I've ended up finding it like at, like a family video or yeah, something. Nice.
0: Well, for, fort- I, fortunately, it's yeah. not really a movie that I think that you, could be spoiled, right? I mean, because what you know, like we watch this movie, and spoiler: Freddy fights Jason. I mean, it's not. There's nothing, you know, nothing really can be it's, spoiled. It's one of the movies where they put
1: everything in the trailer, and I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm good. I don't <laughs> need, I need, yeah. need suspense. Right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Get to it. Like. Yeah. yeah. When I and I. Yeah, and I th- I was trying to, uh, and I was watching it, and it, it is a fun movie. Like you know what it is going into it. It's yeah. these two horror icons, and at this point, you know, because they had both been cranking out by the mid '90s. What was it? Be- Some between like over the course of the '80s and into the early '90s, both of these franchises were cranking out like a movie a year almost.
3: Yeah, you know? like... they were alternating
0: kind of. Yeah. I think. Yeah, there were like at least like I want
1: to say like seven or eight at least on both sides. Um, and then I, I like the Jasons went to like eleven or twelve.
0: Yeah, well, this like I, yeah, right I think this 13th. is this is the eleven. I think the tenth Jason movie, Jason X, came out the year before mean? this. So yeah, yeah. I'm like, ugh. but so, so, so yeah, the, that's
1: so many movies already. Yeah,
0: like, <laughs> yeah. and I think. So I think they had kind of, you know, the movies had kind of become a little goofier, a little more tongue-in-cheek, almost parodies of themselves, you know, which another, Brent, a movie I really, I'm excited to cover on this podcast because I remember seeing it when I was younger and loving it, but I think Wes Craven's New Nightmare, which Fuck. came which came yes. out in, in 94, was like, it was one of the first like meta horror commentaries on the horror genre. You know?
1: I loved that movie i actually didn't see a lot of the so so fun fact that was like the second or third in like both movie franchises mm-hmm. that i then i like i saw like two movies two friday the 13th two minor Na- nightmare on elm street and then i saw freddie versus jason <laughs> and and then i started going back and watching them and a buddy of mine i remember he specifically was like yo we're hanging out today i'm coming over after school we're gonna watch Wes Craven's new nightmare. You gotta look at Heather Langenkamp's eyes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I was like, man, this is. It, it, it was, and just what you were talking talk about too. Like, I just remember, I love that movie just because I because it was so meta. Yeah. And it was like, it, it was a take on itself. Like, how would it, like, how would it sort of self implode if right. Freddy was knew was coming in real life
0: yeah well and, and and brenta i don't know if you're if you're or for anyone un- unfamiliar with the premise of new nightmare which is not the movie we're covering but it was the last one that freddie was in before this movie the premise of that it was like the seventh nightmare on elm street movie and they had been getting pro- progressively like goofier and like more and more silly like further away from, from i'm sorry further away from scary and more into like campy territory right but so the the Wes Craven's new nightmare like the seventh movie was outside the world of Nightmare on Elm Street and it was the actress from the very first Nightmare on Elm Street movie what was her name Daryl Heather or something Heather Heather Langenkamp Heather Langenkamp yes and it's very formative she's very beautiful I remember that was a, a formative memory for me as well Um, <laughs> but but that same actress is in that movie but she plays herself And so the, so the, the movie is about the actors and everybody making Nightmare on Elm Street, but then Freddy crosses over into the quote unquote real world from the movie world. And it's, yeah, it's like, it's pretty interesting and it's like darker. they, They cut out a lot of the camp and got back to like the horror of it, you know?
3: Yeah.
2: I noticed they, they, they got that's some of the campiness
0: in this one. Oh yeah, oh yeah. When, when they're like in like the the steam
2: factory, the fact the factory that makes steam or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Freddy like is moving Jason around in the
1: air uh-huh. with his mind
3: yeah. and suddenly plays like
1: pinball. Play pinball.
0: Pinball sound effects, yeah. that boy's like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and he just goes, Tilt. Tilt. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> well, and another thing I have you guys seen that, that Rick and Morty episode with with Scary Terry? Oh yeah. Where it's like it's it's like it's they basically this episode of Rich, Rick uh, sorry, Rick and Morty they parody Inception where they like go deeper and deeper into the dreams. Right. But then they go into the deepest dream and it's basically this factory that makes steam and the character they encounter. Yeah. It's Freddy Krueger. It's just Freddy Krueger, but they call him scary Terry. And he's like, I'm scary. Terry bitch. Where are you going? Bitch. I'm Oh, I got you now, bitch. And like, but then he goes home to his family and he's got like a Freddy Krueger wife and Freddy Krueger children, and and she's like, dinner's ready, bitch. And he's like, oh, this looks delicious, bitch. And so <laughs> it's like, but the, so I and that's such. I mean, obviously, it's a parody of Nightmare on Elm Street. But then I was watching this movie, and I was like, D- he really does say bitch like after every single line, <laughs> like. <laughs>
2: Like the Breaking Bad
0: guy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He should have been in that show. Yeah. That would have been great. Oh my God. Wait, wait, wait. Freddy Krueger on Breaking Bad or Jesse in
2: Nightmare on Elm Street? (laughs) Freddy Krueger is Jesse in, in Albuquerque, New York, or, uh, New Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: everything is yeah. a prequel.
0: Yeah, yeah. M- Mr. White. I don't know about this, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this blue shit will get in t- into your dreams like I will. <laughs> oh, fuck. So yeah, it's so yeah. This movie was very. They definitely leaned into the camp, which I feel like you have to do. Like that's what this movie is. People just want to. You go to this movie to see you know, Freddy fighting Jason, it's, and, and I almost wonder, like, I have some thoughts and this actually kind of feeds into my headcanon a little bit, but, of, uh, cause it, it was kind of a, a horror movie, but it's really like there, there wasn't a whole lot of like mystery or suspense about what was going on because, you know, unlike standard horror movies like Alien or, or Jaws where you don't see the monster very much. And, and that's what a lot of the, the scary part is this one you're like you're with freddie and jason a lot of the movie like just following them and seeing what they're doing you know
1: i think it's it's almost like it feels like a roller coaster like but you're sitting like with freddie and jason the whole time because it's not like you're like if you're not rooting for the teenagers in this movie <laughs> like like at all like right. you, like you maybe could have in the past some with the other movies but this one is one hundred percent about them like they're it's it's all about like the charisma that they're that they're bringing like Jason with no lines having charisma
0: right <laughs> when and he's he's he almost ends up being the not the protagonist, but you know he like saves the kids in the end it really does work out to where Freddie is more the villain and Jason is almost not working with he's, the teenagers, but he
1: saves He's, like them. the antagonist,
0: yeah. Almost, uh
1: not the the antagonist for the villain protagonist. Right,
0: <laughs> right, the reverse antagonist. Yeah, <laughs> but like even I feel bad for Jason. You feel bad for Jason. I think it's because like he doesn't talk, so it feels almost like like he's a special needs kid, <laughs> right? <laughs> like you're just like, man, why is that Freddy
2: Krueger guy bullying him around?
1: You know, he just seems misunderstood. Yeah, yeah. pretending to be his. Pretended to be his mom. His
0: mom. Oh yeah,
1: killing me.
0: Yeah, well, like yeah. I felt bad whenever he learned that he
1: was uh, afraid of water.
0: Mm-hmm. Just like, oh <laughs> and, and in just that like, scene,
1: because <laughs> his because his backstory is definitely more tragic than Freddy's. Yeah. So like you do, so you do like in those scenes like when they're fighting at the end, and they're like when when Freddy's like doing more stuff to Jason. You do. It makes you feel for him because you you do remember it's just like oh he's still. He's so, still in his core, you know, a little kid that's just sac confused and blood blood
3: hungry. Right. <laughs> yeah. Can I ask you about his backstory? Because I've actually not seen.
2: I've only seen like clips of like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and the Jason movies. Does Jason like? Does he like drown in a lake as a kid or something like that? Like at camp?
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that right? Okay. Yeah. yeah the counselors were fucking.
0: Right. Yeah. And 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 you know doing what the
1: teenagers do when they should be fucking watching kids. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh. Yeah. He ends up dying, and then that's where like the the, the legend of that spur. Right. That's what it spurred from.
0: Yeah. And I I I it. Right. Can I ask you something else? Ooh, so he sorry. died as a kid. Like,
1: so
0: why is he a full-grown man as a Jason <laughs> character? Well, and to jump in here, Daryl, I don't want to spoil the first Friday the Thirteenth movie for Brent too much.
1: Oh, that's fair. That's fair.
0: But, okay. but yeah, um, that's a good question. I, honestly, I, I don't know. Yeah. Daryl, why does he end up coming back? Like, I, I don't remember. It's been a while. I, it's been a long time since I've seen either, either same, movies of movies of these franchises. And, I, and it's hard to do without like spoiling the, like
1: you said, without spoiling, like the, the sort of continuity of it. Right. But, but ultimately I, I, I just always, I think for me in this movie with Jason, I I wish he had like a one-liner. You know what I mean? Like at least just like a one, just so he was able to like, like, like it's like a punchline, just something Freddie fucking said. You know, like that's interesting you said
2: that because at the very end of the movie, Freddy Krueger has a non-verbal punchline.
3: Yes. Right. (laughs) Yeah.
2: It's like the one thing they could have given Jason. I stole that from that poor boy. Yeah.
1: yeah. He, he just, just goes, bitch. He's just, he's, he sounds
3: ten still. Yeah. He's The fucking Harry Potter of scary movies. He's the boy that lived. <laughs> <laughs> he's got yeah. scars all over his face. Yeah. Come on. He's like, oh,
0: he's like, you're a slasher, Jason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> so I used to, I used to watch these movies a lot when I was a kid. Like I would go to you would know, go to family video or like blockbuster video or whatever and it was always i always gravitated toward these these kinds of movies so i watched i watched them all when i was younger um but it's been a while man it's been it's been a minute since i watched a a freddy or a jason movie at all so yeah this is the first one i've watched in years you know
1: they they have that same sort of like horror energy that star wars has with sci-fi where <laughs> they just kind of defined a 10 to 15 year span Right and 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 still are pretty iconic. Like I don't know if you like. Do you guys uh, play like "Fuck with Dead by Daylight" at all, or know what this game, or know what this is?
0: I know what it. I know what it is. I haven't. I don't really play it, but yeah.
1: So like, so yeah, it, it, Brett. For Brett, it's a game, or for everyone else that doesn't know it, it is, is a video game that is like a horror movie video game essentially where there's one person that plays as a killer and then there are four people that play as survivors and they're usually like sort of like teenager you know characters or you know the the ages vary but you know it's kind of like teenager survivor characters and it's picked up a lot you know streamers play it a lot it's it's on a bunch of consoles and they also have outside of original game characters so like you can play as like freddy and jason in nice. these games. I want to say like they were the two like two of, like the biggest, you know, like recommended, you know, and, and played outside of like the modern sort of, you know, what everybody's into like right now. Right. Um so it, it and then Freddy is in Mortal Kombat.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, these characters <laughs> like, are yeah, just like, everywhere. That's that that's something
1: like it's you had like a lock for 15 years on, <laughs> on a, on a genre. And, and, and it's, yeah, they're, they're both, they Goku and Vegeta, a horror movie.
0: Right. and I feel like Jason, especially like, he really like for the slasher genre, I think, cause there are some, you know, you've got Halloween did it before Jason kind of had mm-hmm. that, that kind of character with Mike Myers. Um, But then, as far as, like, so you've got that kind of, like, character that doesn't stop. He just, like, will keep coming until he kills you. But then it's also, like, out in a cabin in the woods. And you've got, like, the, you know, the camp counselors that fit all these certain archetypes. And I feel like, you know, you've got movies like Sleepaway Camp that takes place at a camp. But it doesn't have your stereotypical killer. And so I feel like there are a lot of slashers that take, that have different elements but then, when you bring them all together, you get Friday the Thirteenth, right? Yes, is like mm-hmm. the slasher. It's what movie. they
1: all reach from, right in
0: a yeah. Way. Yeah, like
1: yeah, yeah, like like uh, what is it? like just because you meant like Halloween walked, so J- so Friday the Thirteenth could run, yeah. and now everybody wants to mimic the running,
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> which so you've These got people so you, that walk. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like Jason Friday the Thirteenth to me is like the slasher franchise. And then, and then Freddy Krueger, it's interesting because he's such a popular character. That's such a popular slasher franchise, but it's, the premise is just bonkers, man. I mean, the fact that like this pedophile was murdered, burned to death by these parents and then comes back in people's dreams. And And now he's the hero.
3: (laughs) That's like the
1: first scene in the movie is, Hey, don't forget. He's a pedophile. <laughs> like, yeah. He was a pedophile. Yeah. He burned him. Yeah. Uh and he just deserved it, but then like he just gets he just has this charisma like you said in all these bonkers scenarios. Yeah. And he just ends up be it, it, it's it's like it's the same way like people like the villains in the movie, like you know like the Terminator or, or Loki
0: and Right. Yeah. like uh, Hans Gruber. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and that's why, so, like, that's why this movie, I'm torn on this movie, because it was, it was, it's certainly entertaining, and it nods at everything you love about both franchises, right? So, like, you get a taste of both, but you don't quite get either, right? Because you don't, you don't get the, the, the tension and the suspense of a Friday the 13th movie, because you're never really... There, there's just not a lot of tension and suspense there, right? You're, you're never, it's, it's...
1: go ahead. Sorry. It was like you first, you first.
0: No, well, I was just saying like, you never wonder where Jason is or where he's going to pop up. Like it's, it's not, there's not that suspense, you know? Right. And, and, and I think
1: that's more just cause it's, it's like, it's cause they're the main characters. Yeah. And you're supposed to like know where they're at. But, and, and but what, but with the kids and the, and the cops and whatnot, I, once again, do not give a flying fuck about any of these people. <laughs> like right. I, I, do. Like, they can go and have all the suspense and drama scenes they want to have. They, I'm not rooting for them.
0: Yeah, there's yeah, it's it's yeah, you're right. None of the characters are like incredibly likable. Um, but th- but that was one thing I wondered is if like we got what... Kelly,
2: man. Kelly
1: was awesome. That that's this is <laughs> yes. <laughs> She was my favorite. That was like one of the the the, oh. the favorite parts of like even knowing this movie existed.
3: Because right. yeah.
1: I was like, because I was like, Beyonce would never do something like this. Thank you, Kelly. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, she was yeah. like the most
2: level
1: headed person. Yeah. <laughs> Holy, oh my god.
0: <laughs> yeah, Kelly Rowland. Ra- Rowland. Rowland. Yeah. Rowland. Yeah. <laughs> no, she was funny. But then there was some of her dialogue. There was some of it where I was like. Oh man, this this like really sounds like a couple older white guys wrote this dialogue. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> some of it was like I can't really see like a, a character saying that. You know,
1: <laughs> she was like the third wheel at her. Wasn't it like her house that they all went to? Uh, I want to say they went. Yeah, they went to one of one of their houses, but she was always just not like she was always like the third wheel or just coasting, yeah. even in scenes where like she was the quote-unquote second wheel with uh, with Lori. Mm-hmm. Someone else would come up in the scene and she was immediately like, <laughs> <laughs> just put out of the way. Did you guys uh, like that weird like glow stick party scene? <laughs> Where
3: none of the glow sticks were actually working? It was just like dead glow sticks and they were like, dancing. Oh
0: that scene was incredible. <laughs> and I've been, I haven't, I haven't been to a cornfield rave, but I've been to a couple cornfield parties, like, like bonfires out in the middle of a cornfield. Oh, really?
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Ah, That sounds terrifying.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a combination. It's like, it's like fun and terrifying. Like I remember, oh, and there's a buddy of mine. I I remember we went to one in particular and the instructions were just like drive on this road. And then, like, around this point, just take a right and start driving through the field. And we we were, like, driving around and we couldn't find this place. And we were just like, fuck it, man. Just, like, start driving. So he pulls off the road. We just start driving through a field toward the tree line, right? right. As we get to the tree line, there's a little break in between the trees and we're like oh shit there so we drive between this break in the trees and then we drive down to another field and there's this huge bonfire with all these hillbillies just like raging
1: hell yeah that sounds awesome (laughs) i i would be scared that that sounds terrifying for for the for the listeners I'm black yeah. if you didn't know. If you, if you assumed I was white because I'm articulate, caught you being racist. Right. <laughs> uh, this that, uh, is
3: a, a big no. Right. Because even, yeah. cause, cause this, cause odds are, even if it's not
1: a massive bad thing, one person there right. that's is all it not takes. happy that I'm here. That's all it takes. Beyond yeah. just being a stranger. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, I just, one of the, one of the few things I remember about that night, we were passing a pipe around and it, like, yeah. this guy in the circle cashed it, right? And I just remember him going like, oh man, because <laughs> he sucked it all in. He's like, oh, it's like a big old poop in my mouth.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm scared because I want to know, I, I don't want to know one <laughs> is he eating and what food are they eating or are they, but and who tastes like ash?
0: yeah <laughs> oh, that's so funny. but that's a lot that's stuck with me for years
1: now just this redneck like
0: oh man it's like a big old poop in my mouth <laughs> he
1: just knew he just knew he's like i recognize this feeling <laughs> right
0: been here oh man Uh, that was a good that was a good laugh oh so anyway so i was i've got a couple things marked down here uh the first thing is when they're when they're like going back over freddie and his past and the fact that he's like this terrible pedophile and they were talking about like and all the disappearances seem to like be be located around this one street around elm street and i and I I was like man how cuz it looks like he took ton, like lots of children dozens of children even before he was like Freddy Krueger the 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 dream demon and I'm like man if a serial killer kills in the same town or the same county or the same like tri-state area they're going to get caught like that right this dude was taking kids from one street and they couldn't, like, they couldn't catch him, right? Like, That's how you know how shitty, like, the cops in this movie are shitty, <laughs> so that's how you know, like, that's just in their rule book,
1: is yeah. to just not be good. That's how, <laughs> they're just like, uh, uh, we can let a few go, it's the 50s, or yeah. <laughs> it's
2: the
0: 60s.
1: Right. Yeah. It's They're all
0: saying, like poop in my mouth. <laughs> those guys. Those guys become the cops in these. Movies. Right. Yeah. They're like, "Oh man, another kid got kidnapped." "Oh, that's just like a big old poop in my mouth." That's <laughs> <laughs> like- <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh fuck! Uh, I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> oh uh, no! Shit! It's alright. I'm leaving all of this in. It's just gonna be like a minute and a half of us just laughing. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna cut this out at all. Okay. Come <laughs> on, board. no. So but, it, so, but I thought this was interesting, Brent. Uh, talking about the cops, uh, there's that young cop that ends up helping him, right? Um yeah. Played by, what's a kid's name? Lachlan Monroe. And I thought it was pretty wild because that, that actor. Cause, so, Daryl, just so you know, there are two movies that Brent and I were watching this week for podcasts. This was one of them. And then on on Thursday night we're we're watching a, another movie we're recording with a buddy of ours for their podcast A Night at the Roxbury right Oh okay
1: All right All right
0: <laughs> Wait Why are you shaking your head No Brent Because I I couldn't finish it <laughs> <laughs> Anyway So this actor's in both movies I'm just kidding I feel like there were parts that were just like terrible Oh for A Night at the Roxbury Yeah Yeah, yeah But this actor so the actor who plays like the young cop in this, he's like the workout guy, the guy that works at the gym, right? Craig in A Night at the Roxbury, and this actor, like, he's not in oh, a ton of right. shit. So I was like, I was like, how weird that like both the movies we're watching this week are the, have this fucking guy in them, you know? That's right.
1: Oh, weird. And then next week you're gonna watch scary movie. You're like,
0: there he is. <laughs> right. We'll be like, this guy's in everything. <laughs> 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 Genius!
1: He's the Nick Fury of the horror <laughs> That's
0: right. <laughs> he he ties, ties it all together. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to talk to you about the Slasher Initiative. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck! Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> well, then I also want to talk about that scene where so the two guys break out of that institution, right? Right. Where what? Yeah. What are they? Mark Western and Hills. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Weston Hills. Yeah. And. So they go to, to talk to the main character, I think her name's Lori, yeah, and Lori. warn her about maybe Freddy Krueger, but also, they don't actually believe it's Freddy Krueger. Oh, I guess they go, because the guy thinks her dad killed her mom, so that's what yeah, they're going to warn her about.
1: Yeah, he, he, he thinks that, he, yeah, he thinks that the dad killed the mom and the dad had him institutionalized right. with his best friend,
0: right and
1: yeah. when they, um, they they ended up seeing something on the news, um, Featuring featuring the dickest head orderly <laughs> at Weston Hills. And I'm like, come on, bruh, it's not a lot of black people in this movie. Why you asshole? <laughs> it's you and Kelly Rowland. Right. <laughs> right, it's
0: just those two. Oh, man. <laughs> well and I I love the line where he's like Oh, turn the TV up, whatever. And the guy turns it off, and it's just—I don't know. It strikes me as a weird line. He's like, "Come on, man! I never ask for anything." You know, it's like <laughs> the audience is like, "Okay, I guess." Yeah, like sure. <laughs> He's like, "And?" He's like,
1: "So the fuck that got me?"
3: Bitch?
0: <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> um. But so I like they go to the school. Like they go find Lori in school and the way so these guys just broke out of the institution and like the best way they can think of to approach her is like to come at her from both sides and the one dude uh just like walks up and he's like one two freddy's coming for you I'm like, bro, you're. That's gonna freak anybody out. Like, what are you doing? It's, like, he, he, it's been has been in too long.
1: Boy, he's in the boy, in the institution. Yeah,
3: gotta, gotta and they, they had, previ- they had pre- previously
1: gone to that high school, right? Yeah, yeah. I. They were known I as so. the kids that like were put into like a mental asylum for like
2: something terrible, and like the office staff didn't like notice them like stroll by or. And they just, like, went into the school, the crowded school, and, like, no one saw this. Like, they were, like, small
0: town. Right. Right. Well, I guess they they disappeared when they were 14, right? Because they were talking about the main character, which is also weird. She's like, you've got to quit. You know, Kelly Rowland, again, was like, you've got to quit, like, pining for your long-lost 14-year-old love. And that's, because that's when he disappeared and went. You know, so I don't know if anybody actually knew where he went. Um, I think, you know, I think they just thought he disappeared. Wait,
1: Daryl's frozen
0: daryl's frozen well okay. that's him now
1: okay i hear you
0: oh i can hear okay, you can you hear me oh, yes
1: because so, like for a minute it was like yeah then you two had froze and then you said i froze and i'm like i right. <laughs> for a second i was like daryl fell asleep wake up daryl wake up daryl
3: no daryl wake up
1: the scene where his where the dude who um was also who also broke out i i can't remember his name but when he falls asleep in his room and then Mar- Freddie is Mark. like, the scene where he yeah. gets burnt, burns his uh back, like Freddie's back, into his back, when he screams, somebody please wake me up, that to yeah. me is the most blood-curdling scream in the movie. Yeah. It is, yeah. that was good. I was like, this is, I was like, I'd, I'm, I'd be like, I'd, I would have peed if I was, if I would have saw that in the movie theater, <laughs> like, instead of, like, with my mom, like, I'm <laughs> pretty sure I would have peed. Just yeah. from that scene, not from, like, he was, because he was so... He was done.
0: He, he was, so, yeah, he sold dead. it, sold it. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah. I totally agree. Like agreed. the Wolfman in um in um in
2: Monster Squad when he goes to the the police station, he's like, "Somebody lock me up!" <laughs> <laughs> he fires, and he
3: gets the pistol, and he's just in the
0: air. <laughs> Yeah, no, I to, I thought the same thing. Yeah, that was he did such a great job there. But in the in the scene where he confronts Laurie in the school, is I think the biggest actress in this movie is there in that scene and she's just got like a walk on extra role she's standing she's just one of the students standing at the lockers but it's Evangeline Lily
1: oh my fucking goodness you I can't I can't believe I yeah, can't believe
0: it from from I'm lost so from ant-man and the wasp yeah the wasp so if if you if you go back and look at that scene as he's like 1 2 freddy's got she's standing against the locker just like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, these are the perfect yeah. kinds of movies from that era that show like teen versions of like superstars you know now yeah gotta love
0: them. yeah i think yeah i think that i think that was like her first role and for, and for some of the a lot of these actors are like I, was so, that bobby moynihan i
1: saw bobby moynihan too i thought that was That's bobby that. moynihan
0: oh it might have been i, I don't thought know thought that too like, we're talking about
1: the he was like at the court, at the party
0: in the cornfield um, lit him on cornfield,
1: fire like I definitely thought that was him like that would oh my
0: goodness I don't, it might have like, been that's interesting that's it I'm looking I, it up
1: no like yeah it was just like, he, cause he was like a super, like, if it is him I'm gonna be real sad if it's not like I'm gonna be like what uh right.
0: and I,
3: I I can't tell right away because I don't
0: know how old Bobby Moynihan is right now to be quite honest it was not him. Okay. It was not Bobby But it looked
1: Morgan. just like a... yeah, him. That's his long lost twin. Yeah. That's his, that's his variant.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't think he started doing stuff till a little later. I guess he did stuff with Derek Comedy. And so that was Mystery Team came out in 2009. So I don't know that he yeah. was. I don't know if he was doing stuff back in 2003, really. Mm. But.
1: Yeah, I was going to say possibly. But I don't, I'm not sure yeah uh, yeah like it It like just just that that time still like like you said like seeing all the the young actors and even just seeing just even looking back and just seeing like just like i didn't even know evangeline lilly was in that movie like <laughs> you
3: know,
1: if you if you went to the future or like went to the past or or, or if you just time traveled in either direction it was like yo did you know that freddy krueger kelly Rowland and the Wasp are all in a movie together. You'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Right,
0: no. It really (laughs) is, it really is the most uh, ambitious crossover event, you know? (laughs) (laughs) But, but no, I also like the scene where, what was the, like the nerd, his name was Linderman, right? Linderman, yeah. Yeah, I think, again, at that cornfield scene, I think he was supposed to have a scene where you were supposed to cheer him on, but he's like, these lower primates, and he's talking to Kelly Rowland, and he's like, "You must really hate yourself, assuming you can even think with all that makeup weighing down your head." And I, I think it's supposed to be like a gotcha moment, but I'm like, I don't know. I was it's like, that's like, no, kind dude. of like a dick thing to say, you know? It was like that—that that does not—that did not hurt her. <laughs> I, was right. like, yeah, I was like, y'all are y'all y'all are partying for your friend that got murder you you gotta come a little bit harder than that dude right (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so that and it was weird it it was weird how they like left that party and like and that was kind of a cool scene because usually jason like sneaks up on some people like kills them and then goes back into hiding he just like comes out of the cornfield on fire and just starts slashing kids just like right in the middle of this party (laughs)
1: <laughs> I I I love all the I love all the ways like they 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 try to like set things on fire in this movie. Like there's a lot of like fire set pieces. Like they set him on fire, they set the cabin on fire, mm-hmm. they set the Brit, like the dock on fire. There's just a lot of widespread slow motion in fire shots. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, and then and I, I think it was that cornfield scene where they like, it was weird they like added a stoner to the collection of main characters out of nowhere. Like you had all these main yes. characters through like half the movie. Freeburg. What's what's his name? Freeberg. Freeberg. Yeah, yeah, and he just and like he was totally Jason Mewes. Yeah, he was. Yeah,
1: I, I was furious when I was rewatching this movie because when I saw Freeberg, I was like, I wore that outfit for two straight years ago. college <laughs> i was like i didn't even i was so mad it was like red flannel blue jacket hat cargo pants i was like get the fuck out of
0: here <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, <Friedberg. laughs> yeah but so but so they pull him and i and i think one of the next movies we're gonna cover or because this is going to come out next week and then uh, we'll have another movie. Cabin in the Woods will be coming out soon, right? Fuck yes. Um, Fuck yes. But so I noticed you kind of have Kia, Kelly Rowland's character. Isn't, I, you know, because there's like the five archetypal characters in Cabin in the Woods. And the whore is one of them. And Kia doesn't really fill that role, but I think she's closest. Because you've got Lori as the virgin. Will as the athlete. Linderman's the scholar. And then uh, the stoner kid free freeberg he's like the fool right so then out of nowhere you kind of have like these five types of characters are all you know fulfilled yeah yeah i mean just like
2: what we were kind of talking about earlier like that kind of stuff was a bit rushed in the movie but that's totally fine because really like what this movie was all about was just like the main event yeah you know
1: yeah like the end (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah
0: but I, i almost wonder if they hadn't like maybe if they had leaned into the horror a little more in the first part of the movie, like instead of showing that Freddie brought Jason back and sent him, maybe if they had just <clears throat> taken a little more time to develop the characters and given us likable characters. And then all of a sudden Freddie's on Elm street and you're like, or I'm sorry, Jason is on Elm street. And then the audience is like, wait a minute, what the fuck? Why no, is wait, Jay-
1: this isn't, that's not your
0: property exactly yeah so then so but then you have a little more time because you don't have all this jason and freddy up front you have a little more time to develop characters that you might actually like a little bit and you have you kind of keep that horror mystery for the audience where you're like oh what's going on here why is jason on elm street and then they start because there's this like funny scene Oh, uh, where's it at there yeah there's one point where that all the kids get together and will's like wait a minute uh what if Freddie brought Jason back because he wasn't strong enough to come back and he brought Jason here to make us all fear Freddie and know who he is again. So then he, and it's like, bro, where are you getting this from? Like, how did, did you read the script? I, I, like that's, that's in,
1: I, I know what scene you're talking about. Cause they're all sitting around the, the round table. Yeah. Um, Like they're fucking the knights of the round table <laughs> <laughs> and, and Lori's falling asleep on the couch. That has one of my favorite lines slash moments is when, in she, when she's in her sleep and after Kia's like, why would he fuck? you when he can fuck somebody like me and, and then uh will just he just laughs he just goes <laughs> let's tie a bitch up yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I laugh every i love every time and they just turn around and freeberg just randomly has this duct tape because obvious dream
0: right <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean there's another i think it's right around that same time i think it's maybe when they're driving there there's a great they're all in the van talking about what just happened. And it's like typical Stoner line, but Freeberg is like, dude, that goalie was pissed about something. Like <laughs> <laughs> Oh
1: man. That I'm gonna say also in that scene, um, where they're at the round table, I was gonna say that that has the well, I would say the second most blood curdling scream in the movie. When Freddie is like about to kill her in her sleep and they're trying to wake her up and she's on the couch, she's just
3: ah! like,
1: it's <laughs> she doesn't sound like that, but I, I think that's the they got some really good scream. I think that's probably what the audition process was. was <laughs> hey, how good can you
0: scream? Right, yeah,
1: <laughs> like fall to the ground now, scream really loud.
0: <laughs> no, that's great. All right, you're, cool. you're
1: we'll high. Okay. We'll have a new line. send you.
0: yeah oh man so then there's uh, just kind of going through oh and then shortly after that there's like the hookah caterpillar right which is not not great cgi
1: Um, Uh, not at all oh yeah yeah
0: but it was like but that's really the only taste you get in this movie of like the weirdness of the freddy krueger movies because that because that was because nightmare or um, yeah nightmare on elm street you would have like these weird creatures are like, I remember there's a scene from one of the earlier movies where they're on the phone and like a tongue comes out of the phone and licks her. And like
1: that, that's in like, yeah, one, I think that's in one or three. Okay. I saw a clip of like some
2: various parts of that. Sorry. I just, I'm not as knowledgeable about, about that side of the horror genre, but like some girl like goes to turn on a water faucet and it's like a four pronged white water faucet. And she puts her hands on it, and then the water faucet like comes alive and grabs her hand. Yeah, I thought that was very clever. That was a cool
3: thing to think, you know, of
0: like what would be scary. Yeah, well, and that's and the and the Freddy Krueger movies, the Nightmare on Elm Street. It's full of that kind of shit. I mean, it's just like one nightmare scenario after another, and it's all like, uh, and a lot of it is just completely wild. Like every, you know, the like the weird ass hookah caterpillar in this movie. That's like, that's most of what most Freddy movies are like. It's just like weird trippy shit like that, you know? So yeah. Oh, but then that was, so like the hookah caterpillar like is smoking with the guy and then it it like walks away and he he goes after the hookah cat. He's like chasing it because he wants to chill and smoke with this hookah caterpillar. I'm like, no, man, if you're like, if you know, you've got two murderers around and this is
1: my least favorite scene. For that reason, Corey, I was like, he's like, come on, man, let's take a J break. I was like, are you fucking serious?
0: Right. <laughs> like, this is not the you're time. In a mental institution. Oh, right. Like, why is it time for a J break? <laughs> right, and you, yeah, you know what the stakes are. the Yeah. Right. He totally plays into that like fool archetype, right? Like, yeah, why are you going to take a J break right now? Yeah. There were so many times watching this after just watching Cabin in the Woods, where I'm like, "Yeah, I'm, the only explanation for this is like a Cabin in the Woods type scenario. Like, why else would they be so dumb right now?"
1: I just, just, I'm telling you, I was just, I was just so mad. I'm like, oh, all the times, so I was like, "You deserve, I was like, You deserve this free right. this. this
0: is, you get this one. Right. This, this is, this is you. what you get.'" <laughs> Because isn't it not it Freeburg that like puts the tranquilizer in Jason and then gets chopped in half? Oh yeah, cuz he yeah. gets possessed he gets possessed by the hookah uh, caterpillar. <laughs>
1: yeah, by the caterpillar.
0: <laughs> yeah, such a weird such a weird thing. But yeah, so then they go and I like I kind of like that they drive to Camp Crystal Lake. So in this movie you get both Elm Street, you get Crystal Lake. So you get both of these iconic settings. But I was like I was like, wait a minute, Camp Crystal Lake is like a 10-minute drive from Elm Street? That's, like, that's that's kind of <laughs> like, weird, you know? It's convenient,
1: yeah. Like,
0: huh? Yeah. <laughs> I would just not live in that state. Yeah, right? Don't live anywhere near, like, is that on top of a no. hell mouth, or, like, what's going on? <laughs> it must be in New Jersey, though, right? Because wasn't Crystal Lake in New Jersey? I believe so, yeah. yeah. Must be. <laughs> <laughs> but then they go, and this was, in the, and this is where I'm like, okay, this was, I don't, like, I feel like even 2003 was a little bit late for this. But when uh, Kia, Kelly Rowland's character, is like yelling at Freddy, right? And she's basically like, oh, you've got small dick energy. You've got these little knives. and He's got the big machete. And then she calls him like she calls him a, a homophobic slur, right? Yeah. And yeah. I, I was like, whoa. I was like, man, in, I, even like 2003. I mean, this was like almost 20 years ago, but that still seems too recent for that for that word to be in there, you know.
1: It it, it like it's cuz now nowadays I think when we watch more stuff like that, it's just us realizing even people knew what they were doing even before then. They were just trying to just let it let it slide some, but I'd say yeah, like I I think even in 2000 like a lot of this stuff didn't even start start getting, you know, called taboo really. I feel like even until like 2010 Right. You know, like they were because people were still using that slur in in, like the hangover. Right. Yeah. Did you guys hear about Matt
0: Damon? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Apparently he just found out about it last month. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like he was like, he
2: said in in a news article, he was like, I was saying that word all the
3: time.
0: And suddenly my daughter said that wasn't a good word to use. (laughs) Right. It's like, what the fuck, Matt Damon? The news story was like, did Matt
2: Damon cancel himself?
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, man. So you know what we need to do? We need to get Matt Damon's daughter to write a letter to the to Kia, the character, to get her to stop yeah. saying. Although she got slammed into a tree, so I guess it doesn't matter. But
1: yeah, it's like er- like literally everyone gets it. Like
0: <laughs> right? <laughs>
1: Wait, who got slammed against
0: a tree? Kia.
2: Because Kel- like right oh, when she's talking okay. shit, for some oh. reason at first thought you were talking about. Um, Lisa
0: Left Eye. And I thought you got it confused. I thought you got the girl what? No. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. No, that's a different different scenario. <laughs> yeah. It's a different a different group. girl group. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's oh man. <laughs> oh shit. Well, I've got i c I've got a couple like other overview things to say about the movie, but okay, you know what one thing I want to say about this final fight is like where did Freddie get this MMA training? Because he's like
1: He was throwing bows. He <laughs> yeah. was fast too. <laughs> like
0: Right. He was me and, me and
1: dude. Right. Freddie like, Freddie had like this battle tactical prowess yeah. <laughs> that came out of nowhere. Like nowhere. if you're you would have you wouldn't think it like if you used to fuck children, you can't fight. Right. So like how? So this i just like how are you?
0: Where did these hands come from? <laughs> right. He's just been training I in the afterlife. I
3: appreciate it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was just weird to me because I I was like, yeah, where did Freddy get these fighting skills at? But I think it's I think it's interesting to note the guy who directed this, Ronnie Yu. He hasn't done a whole lot of other things, but he did direct Bride of uh, Bride of Chucky. So that's kind of interesting that he got a uh, cool for this guy that he got to direct like some of the like the biggest slasher property right freddy jason and chucky i mean those are
1: i i didn't know that he did that one too but that makes total sense (laughs) like literally i'm just like yeah those movies got a similar vibe yeah (laughs) outside of just being you know outside of just the horror movie
0: vibe right right (laughs) but so on this was actually robert england's last role as freddy he hasn't played freddy since this
1: i mean I think it's a good one to go out on, honestly. Like, right. Yeah, I fought. I fought. James for the That's Freddy movie. I'm good. Like yeah. <laughs> It's a like. It's a good. It's a good way to like go out and then turn around and just be like, yeah, this was this was an entire sort of saga, and then and and even like just with the motivation for Freddy in the movie, it makes sense. Even even if it's you know, even though it's a crossover, like it still makes sense if you know they they hadn't made movies in a while you know last one was new nightmare yeah so he, he he would be trying to come back so it <laughs> makes it makes sense that this this is sort of his swan song like yeah like you said like the the first line of the like the one his first lines is uh being dead i can uh deal with but being forgotten now that's a bitch yeah like, yeah it's a great it's, line it's almost like that's that's like the meta sort of uh in real life like damn we need, a, we need to put out another freddy movie <laughs> like it's yeah. well, like all right this is the last one yeah.
0: <laughs> well and they really and they really did dominate for you know almost 15 years the 80s and the early 90s and then and then both franchises there was almost a 10 year hiatus before you know that with they had jason x the year before this but it was jason x and then mm-hmm. this and then really the only thing since then is the reboot you know what was it? Two thousand nine, I think they did a, a Friday the Thirteenth yeah, reboot.
1: Yeah, there was a, a couple. I want to say they either did two of them or just one.
0: Yeah, one. I don't. Did the guy who played Rorschach play
1: Freddy. It looked. I saw a clip of it, Jack Jack Earl Haley. He. I don't know that for. Is that right? Yes, I think that's the guy that played Rorschach. He he
0: he did play Freddy in the reboot. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It looked
0: like him, but the makeup was really weird. Yeah, I haven't seen the reboot. I haven't I haven't seen it, but I
2: just saw a clip of it while researching it.
0: Yeah. But I thought it was interesting for some reason they had cuz Jason in the last four movies had been played by Kane Hodder, right? And for 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 a lot of people like he's Jason. He's like the quintessential Jason. And for whatever reason like they he they could have cast him in this movie. He even got a script at one point, but they ended up going with this other guy named Ken Kersinger. Um, for whatever, and I don't know why. I, you know, the the director said he wanted something a little bit different. Jason, a little bit slower and more methodical. Which I don't know. Like I, I I don't know that I saw a huge difference between this Jason and and Jason past. You know,
1: I'd say yeah. I was gonna say I don't I don't think I saw a major difference, but it. Man, I wonder why. Like, does he said the director wanted something different? But I was like, I, I guess what 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 was. Worth changing so much? Like he said, I want something different. I'm like I mean, I hope he at least like maybe consulted with him. Like if he's, you say he it was the last four movies.
0: Like, yeah. It's... Well, and that was like, and that goes back to '88. So Kane Hodder was in the last four. So that was Jason X in 2002, uh the ninth one in in '93, the one in '89, and the one in '88. So right, so he had been Jason for you know what, like 15 years. And and the thing is, and the weird thing is he was Jason in two thousand two. This movie just came out the next year. Like it was only a year later, right? I, I don't know why they didn't go with Kane Hodder. I don't know.
1: Maybe it was like a maybe it was like a double sort of like time constraint casting thing. Like, yeah. like maybe he didn't want to do two back to back like that.
0: Yeah. I don't know, but I, I so then in the reboot in two thousand nine, I didn't get a chance to meet this dude, but I know he's performed at Comedy Sports Indianapolis because Derek Mears is a comedy yeah. sports guy
1: yeah he um yeah he played with la um for a while um i don't know if he still does it but he definitely did um for a little while and yeah he came and because he because um, indie i want to say we had a horror movie convention that comes um, every few years or comes you know around I, i'm not, i don't know how often it comes it might come every year i'm mm-hmm. not sure um and i want to say he was like one of the guests like one of the big guests there okay uh, but what's funny is that like i knew him like not even from friday the 13th i like because he was on community for a couple of bit parts
0: okay and
1: okay. Uh, as kick puncher and i was oh, like oh my site. god but yeah i do remember why like after meeting i was like yeah i'm definitely gonna. I'm gonna peep this.
0: <laughs> well, and I bet, you know, he probably knows Dan Harmon through the comedy sports network too, right? Because he's a comedy sports guy too.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Like what if what if, what, if, what if like a young Dan Harmon wasn't standing next to Evangeline Lilly in that <laughs> high school? <laughs> right, uh, <just> in <laughs> that <laughs> We
0: just didn't know it. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's <laughs> you. It's still you. Well, and another thing I thought, which I never really watched wrestling a whole lot i had a buddy who was into wrestling i played like wrestling video games you know but i mm-hmm. uh so like in the hulk hogan era and ultimate warrior and 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 a, even a little beyond that um but so i didn't watch a whole lot of wrestling but i am familiar with the character ray mysterio are you guys familiar yeah. with this character yeah he was, like, was a luchador, like a luchador like a luchador type wrestler he had like mm-hmm. the the mexican wrestler mask on right that yeah. was his that was his gimmick um, apparently that dude was a stunt double for Robert England in the, in the steam factory scene is that's Rey oh, Mysterio wow. doing the stunts. That's awesome.
3: I, I, I love, see more crossover shit. Right.
1: Like I, oh, damn. And there's Rey Mysterio too. Like he, I remember he was another one of those folks that like, I remember I, I didn't get sued. I was into wrestling for I think in that same year span that I was like learning about this movie, and he was someone I remember being like really prominent. I want to say like on the later end of like the the time I was watching it, which is like The Rock, Stone Cold, still doing stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, but yeah, so th-
1: murdering people <laughs> like,
0: in this movie. <laughs> but uh, I thought so. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. And then they were also, they wanted to do, it didn't end up being a movie, I think that it was a comic book series, but they wanted to follow this up with Freddy versus Jason versus Ash from the Evil Dead yeah. franchise.
1: That, you said that's a that idea, comic?
0: Right? It is a comic. The... They didn't end up doing a movie, but it is a comic. Yeah. Uh, well the story still exists, so <laughs> I'm gonna right. be
1: dead in my life. <laughs> I remember like the longest time everybody, um. Was hoping for like a sequel and like saying like oh they're gonna maybe they put Michael Myers in or maybe we look Chucky or 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 whatnot. (laughs) So so someone's like oh what about Ghostface? I was like uh okay Freddie Jason and Matthew Lillard. (laughs) (laughs) My mom's gonna
0: be so mad.
1: <laughs>
2: uh-huh. Yeah, was and
0: Ghostface? and Ghostface yeah, yeah. Killer. I was on board, and I was like, "Oh, Matthew, <laughs>
3: just like all
0: <laughs> over." That's like, and Freddy's, Freddy's like, "I'm only built for Cuban links, bitch." Yeah. <laughs> Played by Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> the Iron Man, bitch. <laughs> oh shit. I'm hollering. Well, did you guys, um, do you have anything else you want to talk about with this movie before we kind of move into headcanon and, and kind of wrapping up here,
1: man, I, I, I was rewatching it and it just, it just put me like back into just so much. This soundtrack was a bop too.
3: I, (laughs) I can't
1: name off every band from this soundtrack, but I was just sitting there listening to it and I was like, I'm this is appealing to my Indiana sensibilities. And I'm, I'm trying to go, I'm trying to go mudding.
0: Like,
1: I, I was like, I've never gone mudding in my life. And I'm like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to go just race.
0: right? <laughs> like, yeah. It definitely like, has that like early two thousands, like pop rock, like new metal, almost new metal yeah. type vibe, you know? i'm trying to look up uh the the some of the
1: bands from that soundtrack that kill switch engage yeah. slipknot slipknot seeker yeah uh lamb of god yeah that yeah. was like this this album the album was crazy like it fit the movie very well i just wanted to shout i wanted to shout out the album it was <clears throat> it was dope um i i saw a
2: youtube video yesterday that was a cl- it was like a, a cuts of different like um like popular punk bands from that era and it was their lyrics of saying i hate this town it was like cutting to like i mean like a like more than a dozen different punk band music videos where they're just screaming like i hate this town or this town is terrible and just like being like real sad about their town (laughs) it was really good
0: (laughs) (laughs) nice Well, did you guys, um, do you want to dive into our our headcanons here? Do you guys have one ready to go? Or I can go, I think I've got one. I I can go first. Um, Go
3: first, Corey,
0: go first. So, okay, I was just thinking that it's not so much a headcanon for this movie, but it would kind of be going on in the background and would lead into the sequel is another versus movie, right? So it, it would be Freddy versus Jason versus Kramer, right? And then, so it's Dustin Hoffman. From Kramer versus Kramer, and he's and so they're just fighting over custody of his children. It's like <laughs> right, it's like just the divorce process between yes between Jason and Kramer. That was my that was my idea that they should for the next versus crossover matchup. <laughs> well, because there were early versions of this movie that were about well, did Freddy Krueger knock up Jason's mom? Oh, re- what? Pretty cool.
1: Re- is actually the mom or
0: is, is his dad? Whoa! I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see that. Yeah, that's wild.
1: I think that's <laughs> one. I think that's one twist too far. Yeah. But that, yeah <laughs> course, well, no, I that did. I'm I, I, go on IMDb. There's a dozen
0: of them. Yeah, I oh, bet. My no, that I did. The, I did. Movie, I yeah. did read that they they talked about uh, maybe having like a. Uh, a twist at the end, or an Easter egg that kind of introduces Pinhead from the Hellraiser franchise. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, but yeah. but I
0: think New Line because it took New Line so long. Like there was a long struggle to secure the rights to Jason from Paramount. I think they were like, no, we don't even like, man, we don't want that. We don't want that struggle right now. <laughs> like trying to secure Pinhead too, you know? Damn,
1: that would have been. They were trying to get that. They 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 were on their pre Avengers shit back then. <laughs> They're, like, right. Yeah, yeah. It's a good point. <laughs> Daryl would you like to go you want me to go What, what do you want uh, to go? I was gonna say uh, so so I think for my head canon I, I think just because Corey pointed it out so hard just like just Evangeline Lilly is in the background I was just I just want to think of just all of these other sort of just big famous <laughs> folks that went to that high school but they they were fine like they they have no idea what's going on but they just get to grow up and be famous but like yeah apparently family this girl got the girl and boyfriend and all her friends got fucking murdered but uh, <laughs> I'm in this movie now <laughs> right
0: yeah. there are all these dudes Sweet. at a at a cornfield that got got killed i don't know what happened yeah, my friend Keenan
1: was there and then Keenan Thompson walks out and he's just like, Yeah, yeah. I was there, Jason was there <laughs> yeah, like, was, was you in that code? <laughs> like it's just a bunch it's just a bunch
0: of people. <laughs> just like, Yeah, back when I was in high school yeah. And then and then Kel walks out and Keenan's like, No 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 no, 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 you can't you no, can't no, come, no. Yeah.
1: you go you get to go back to you go hang out with Pithead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Heath Ledger plays the school nurse. Oh, man, that'd be great. Oh, I would, you know, I'd watch a sitcom where where Heath Ledger's Joker character is the nurse, but he just totally acts like a nurse. They never draw attention to the fact that it's Heat Ledger's Joker. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> He's like, "Did you do you get an this that an ouchie on your knee? You're going to need a band-aid."
2: <laughs> bad pain. Hey. You know, I got the ouchie on my
1: knee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do know how you got these scars? <laughs> <laughs> surgery. You, got surgery.
0: <laughs> you fell off the monkey bars. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> all right well okay. Brent, Brent what do you got what's your head canon
2: I've been slowly formulate formulating it over the course of our
0: talk okay
2: <laughs> it's mainly like because I was thinking like man they really like what Daryl said like very early on like they didn't it, he could he should have gotten like one line or something right yeah. Jason Jason yeah so like I was thinking like it'd be interesting if like while they were fighting They were, like, holding on to each other's shoulders, you know, like, the way they do, like, they struggle with the danger music happening. And, like, they both, like, realize that, like, they're kind of, like, one-upped from each other. Like, maybe this, maybe Freddie will win. No, maybe Jason will win. Like, they're thinking this in their heads. And they both look each other in the eye at the same time, and they say... I wish I was you. And, like a kids <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> and you would think they would switch bodies. But they don't, a, they don't guys. They it's... don't switch bodies. Like Jason Jason gets into the body of Jamie Lee Curtis. And he, oh. Randy Kruger goes into the body
3: of Lindsay fucking
2: Lohan.
0: Right? <laughs> and they just tear each other apart in these weird dresses in this suburban household. As Jamie just Lee like, Curtis and Lindsay stuff. Lohan. <laughs> Yeah, um,
3: it's called um, it's called Freaky
0: Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want to watch that. Fell in my
1: chair. <laughs> oh my god, I can't, I can't. <laughs> I can't.
0: Oh fuck. <laughs> Alright, well, Daryl, is there anything else, anything you want to plug, anything you want to direct people to, your social media, or any shows you got coming up, anything like that?
1: Uh, yeah, I, uh, let's see, this
0: is, I'm trying to think of when this is coming out. This will come out next Um, Wednesday, we're going to turn this one right around.
1: Okay, um, so, uh, if you're listening to this, you're in the Indianapolis area, hi, I'm (laughs) Daryl, if you don't know that already by now, um, I am going to be in the Indie Fringe Festival doing a show, an improv show with a bunch of friends of mine called Win, Lose or Die. Um, uh, some comedy sports folks will be doing that, uh, and it's like improv survivor. Definitely come out and check that out. Uh, me and my friend Tena have a podcast that is isn't isn't too dissimilar from this one um, called Spicy Magic Vibes. We we don't talk about horror movies per se, but we do just talk, and I get <laughs> assaulted by her pet cat Mango. <laughs> and and you can listen to that on all platforms. Um, it'd be cool to like actually get guests on. Like, I I would love to have you two on. Like, we just we're trying to get. We're, we're not technically savvy in the podcast realm yet, but we'll get there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> nice. We'd love to well, reciprocate. Yeah. I think this is, what, this is part of what this is all about. Yeah, yeah. I'd be we'd be happy to come on. I'd be happy to come on. And if you guys have any questions, Daryl, about about because like I said, I use Audacity. It's a free free program to download i don't know what you guys are using but there's like a few little tricks to just like make your audio sound a little bit better i'm happy to help if you guys do have any questions so oh hell yeah sweet
1: yeah, yeah i was gonna say that's uh that's all i think i could think to plug right now oh no, i be in, in uh, wiley's comedy joint in dayton ohio on the 22nd okay. uh, sunday evening so if you're in ohio come check me out there <laughs> nice
0: Nice, awesome. Well, thanks for coming on, man. It's been a pleasure. It's good to talk to you again. It's been it's been too long. Fuck yeah, so.
1: man. Fuck yeah. This has been great. It's been good hanging out. Like my my tummy hurts because I've been, been <laughs> I've been doing that a lot now. I don't have to do core for working out. You
0: Yeah. Well, this is such a fun movie too. It's just like such a goofy title. So. <laughs> yeah.
1: Get All some right. popcorn. Get a beer. Get some friends. Just watch them go at it.
0: Right. <laughs> next week, we're going to be talking about Sam Raimi's 1981 horror classic, The Evil Dead. So make sure you you refresh refresh yourself on that before next week. And as always, you can follow us on social media, Twitter at Horror Movie Pod, on Reddit r slash Horror Movie Pod, and Facebook at Headcanon Podcast instagram at head cannon pod nice all right well again thanks for coming on and this has been head cannon. <laughs> oh!